You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hey, everybody. This is your hostess, Lakeisha Mazur, and welcome to the Business Basics Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how to be A-rated. Now, I recently had the honor and distinctive pleasure of opening up my home for guests. And the first guest that I hosted and continue to host until we grow out of my house is our weekly study group from church. Now, it was super exciting. Now, primarily because I've never had that many people in my house. And when God gave me my house, it was to open it up to people, to become better at connecting with people. Now, the really cool thing that was being taught at the time was being real and authentic as a church. And so I thought, hey, you know what? Being real and authentic in any sphere of life is actually pretty important. And that is why, audience, I'm revealing attraction marketing with authenticity. Now, in a way, it's marketing, and in a way, it's not. In a way, it's just living your life and being true to who you are and your beliefs. But if you flip it and give it the marketing angle, which you know me, I love looking at lots of things through the marketing angle, authenticity. So if you're A-rated, and I'm not talking about the Better Business Bureau, although that's awesome too. And if you are, hey, my company there's also Squirrel. Now back to the word. I'm asking about your authenticity, how it ties in with your home life, your business life, your overall connection with the world. So it's best to start with dictionary.com's definition of authenticity, which is a noun and the quality of being authentic, genuineness. Point one, showing authenticity in your home. Now, everything pretty much starts at your home before anything goes out the door to your business or to your office that you have in your home. Everything starts in your home. So your authenticity and your genuineness starts in your home. I'm saying that over for a reason. Can you catch what I'm tossing you? And one could even see authenticity as a character trait. And if some don't have it as a character trait, well, then we'll just classify that as a skill. It is something that can be learned. So if you feel fake or you've been told to fake it till you make it, authenticity is your end goal of what you're working on. Okay. So I'll give an example of authenticity in the home. I love being a hostess. Now, I'm super excited that I finally get a chance to be a hostess on more of a 
permanent basis, I'd like to say, in my home and not just on the Business Basics podcast. I like to make sure I open the door, say hello and welcome. And even as people leave, I like to walk them out and say goodbye and thank you for coming. Now, in being authentic and knowing that a majority of the people that do come to my home for the study nights are not business owners, I do like them to know what I do. Now, I'm not going to vomit my business all over them. Do you know that there is a responsibility of people knowing to need what you do? You're planting seeds. Now, one of the quick little marketing things that I wanted to do since I had a chance to have people in my home was to get ink pens. You know, business brands and ink pens business swag that you normally pass out in events. Now, this was after I was actually asked for a pen. And I found, of course, a pencil case with pens. And I made sure all of them work, by the way. Now, in regular event marketing, the style of the pen really isn't important. You just want to buy a bulk of them and pass them out as much as possible. So the cheapy little pens that just click and you're writing, you're good to go. Ah, but if you're in your home and you're entertaining, you can afford the good pens. Those really nice, velvety, slick feeling ink pens, laser engraved with your phone number, website, and it's got a nice little stylus at the end for those that are attached to their phone. And so that was one of my wonderful little marketing things I'm going to be doing. I'm also hosting Sing the Coffee Station. I'm pretty pleased with my coffee station. Well, it's a coffee tea station. And although for right now, I have out coffee cups that kind of match the interior of my house, at some point, I am going to buy coffee cups with my logo and my branding on it. Why? Because I want to be authentic. Yes, I totally love studying in my home and fellowshipping with my people. But at the same time, everyone should still kind of know what I do because (laughs) you never know. I'd like to be utilized in the best way possible. And I understand from lots of observation that coffee drinking is a serious thing. Every time they lift that cup. Now, this could be construed as subliminal marketing. But how many times do we need to see a regular commercial to finally trigger us to go? Now, this is still an offshoot of event marketing, and I've always looked at it as event marketing, but that's a really great example. I mean, even if you're not hosting a study night, even if you're having like parties and things over your house, have a little something of what you do somewhere, you know? And if you are in the party industry and you're not doing this, oh, get going to fill your pipeline. You can always use a couple more customers. (laughs) It's kind of your duty to tell people what you do. And you don't have to feel icky about it. And honestly, I would question why you'd feel icky about what you do anyway. Now, if you're in a secret, type of occupation thing. Clearly, this does not apply to you. I mean, there is a small percent out there with their 
hush, hush, occupations. I mean, a couple do come to mind, but my lips are zipped about that. (laughs) Ah, point two, authenticity in your business. Now, some people have personalities (laughs) and some don't, and that's totally fine. I do find that with a lot of business owners, they do have a little bit of a mask on because they're not sure they would scare away their clients or thinking that they won't get any more clients because of how they really are if nobody's looking. First of all, somebody's going to find out everything done in the dark is going to come to the light. So you just put on notice, okay? Now, through their thought process, of course, the clients, if they knew how they really were, hence goes back to the fake it till you make it, put on a mask, okay? And I am not heavy in the trenches of social media. I'm on it, but I'm not heavy in the trenches. But this is where social media kind of has that role it plays in those moments. Instagram. I think that's like really the first social media one that actually comes to mind. Now you can avoid that by being transparent. That is the big takeaway there. You can avoid it by being transparent. You know, behind the scenes, under the hood, those are the solutions to be transparent for your business, even on videos. Now, I was watching a training and usually on the videos, there's some editing. So if you do have something to teach and you're making a course, you're going to make sure your videos are edited, even if you're doing those replays. And there is some editing. I mean, for me, when I do a video, I don't do much editing because the goal of avoiding the editing is to be real and authentic. You should definitely do lives. It is a way to boost your transparency. There you go. Now, if you do lives, whether it's LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, it's all raw footage all day long. That's raw, that transparent, not scripted, probably outlines a little bit. But back to that story, I was learning something and the guy coughed. And this is pre-recorded content. By the way, I'm watching this. It's not live. Something I paid for. And the whole training, it was just engaging. It really was. And what I found was really amusing was he tells us that he's going to leave the cough in just to prove his authenticity. And I thought that was really amusing. And even as he was teaching, he had some like strange things on his bookshelf because, you know, we've all had these. I've had this episode where we talk about virtual impressive versus being a virtual hot mess. And as he was teaching, he had this bookshelf and there were some books and there were some other things like a mannequin head. Okay, there were two mannequin heads. And before he started the training. I loved how he addressed everything on his bookshelf because he knew that we would be staring at it and not paying that much attention to him, even though it's a course and we paid for it, but I liked it. 
And there was even engagement in the video where when you finished a video, you got to like high five, like the guy, he's giving you a, a high five. And I found myself high fiving like my laptop. And I think there was some like endorphins in the excitement of that because he really gives you a high five in the video. And in my mind, I thought it's kind of rude if I didn't have the laptop back, the guy in the video. But it was, I will say this, it was a great way to encourage me to watch the next step in the video. Real, authentic. It's marketing. It's in the video. It was, I mean, those two little touch points, that was well done. I was on another webinar. Now this webinar was live. Totally different person. Kooky personality. Totally awesome. Makes super big money. Okay. And it was last year, it was October, last October, when I took this training and he shows up on the training wearing a Halloween mask. Now I thought this was exciting because he was already, he already got your attention. He's got a Halloween mask on. And I was already engaged because of prior content of his that I consumed, applied, and saw results. And he taught what he taught, right? And then a little bit later, he sent this email out, kind of like, hey, here's my, if you didn't catch the webinar, here's a replay. There's a tip when you have a webinar and they can't attend, always have them to sign up for it anyway. That way you can send them the replay. That way they get to look at it on their time and you still got a chance for them to view your content. So there was the hidden lesson in that one, by the way. Now, the email stated, I actually did this. That was the subject line. And you open up the email and you see a picture of him, like the little webinar snapshot of him wearing the Halloween mask. And then he said, you know, of course, now you've got to read it because you've got the subject line. I actually did this. Then you open up the email. Now you've got this picture and you're like, what the heck is this picture? And now you're engaged. You're going to read the rest of that email because you've got the subject line and you've got the image, an image in email. So there's another email tip as a little sidebar, throw a little imagery in your email so it's not boring. Now, basically, he was just being real and authentic, you know, and there are people that are afraid of being that way. It's like a fear, but it's okay to have a personality. Don't be afraid. The double-edged sword from that, from the marketing perspective is this, okay? It's going to repel the people you didn't want to work with anyway. And it's going to attract the people that you've always wanted to work with. Now that was the content of his email, vulnerability. My point three, in being authentic, this is overall, even in public, the authenticity in your brand, the authenticity in your message, it resonates with people a lot more than saying and doing and offering what you think people want. Which, by the way, if you do say, do, and offer what you think people want, you're thinking. You don't have facts. You don't have figures. Go ahead and get your data. The last episode, I do believe, listen to that. That was episode 13, okay? You don't have to think what people want. You can actually have your ear to the streets, sort of speak, with the customer riches in the niches. 
So I gave four good sectional must-haves on that. So you can go back and give that a listen. With being human, we are in ourselves, you know, to the core relational. And although some of the goods and services we represent can be a commodity or not, what makes us different overall, no matter what we're selling, no matter what we're representing, the difference is Y-O-U. It's the U factor, okay? That's why you can never truly replicate someone's exact successes by just doing what they do or hanging with the top of whoever you want to be and just hope it rubs off on you. And I know we're told this, you know, just you are the sum of your top five people. And if you, your top five people are not who you want to be or they're not where you're at, well, then just go ahead and get among them. But at the same time, you're not going to be successful by osmosis of hanging around these people. So I'm going to burst that bubble for you. Also, as far as replicating, you really are not. Why? The you factor. It is the you factor. It's seriously, it's just the you factor, but success leaves clues. So do pick up the clues and try to, you can't really wrap yourself around it, but you can make it fit into your lifestyle, which means those clues are going to be your own version. So the successful clues of others, you still are going to make your own version of those clues. And I'm reminded of two things in this moment. I'm not for everybody and everybody is not for me. Now that is a famous quote from my awesome stepdad. (laughs) That and we are all unique and wonderfully made. And it's our authenticity that brings us to the table of service to others. So give yourself permission to be authentically you. You will be surprised at your personal growth and business growth when you do. It worked for me and it can work for you too. In closing, it doesn't matter what you do for a living. and doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you lack authenticity, customers and clients are missing out on the real you. It can be an overlooked business basic done more often than you think. All right. So no longer will you lack authenticity or fake it till you make it. You will be bold, courageous, and be transparently you. You will be truly A-rated and clients will come to you in that attraction marketing way. What seems like effortlessly, okay? Not magic, but in a more natural, appeasing manner. And you will repel those that you normally wonder, why do you do business with them in the first place? (laughs) And remember, Facebook Live, Under the Hood, Transparency, all those good nuggets. So thank you for listening, audience. And here's my call to action. Subscribe to my show. I repeat, subscribe to my show. And here's my call to action. For the people that like extra credit on top of that, go ahead, check out my website, legalhelpforbiz.com to see how we're making a difference in the lives of others with our services. 
And at the bottom, you'll also notice our A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. And I look forward to bringing you more overlooked business basics because once it's revealed, it cannot be concealed. Until next time, I'm your hostess, Lakeisha Mazur. Have a great day. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.